You'll oftentimes hear people say like, our tool can do so many things, uh, but they have a really tough time telling you specifics. <laughs> like, yep. and, and this is where I think this is really valuable where you can say, hey, here's, here's how you can actually do this one thing. Companies will do one or the other. They make a generalist tool, like, hey, we have a screen sharing tool like Loom, or they have this very, very niche tool. And they're like, we are, can only specialize in this area and we will beat everyone else in the market. Hey guys, welcome to Product Explained, a show where we talk about products and the company's history and strategy behind them. I'm your first host, Jeff Lee. And I'm your second host, Mike Alcazarin. Jeff, what do we even do at our jobs? Explain to me like I'm five. All right, just watch this short instructional video I'm going to record on Loom. Uh, in today's show, we're talking about Loom, a lightweight video recording tool, screen sharing tool, whatever tool. <laughs> I'm also recording this episode on Loom and on our traditional Audacity, so we'll see how it goes. Total nice. sidebar, Jeff. I know we've recorded two episodes tonight and I've had a song stuck in my head the entire time and it's Bob Marley, Could You Be Loved? And I'm in like this reggae vibe right now. So nice. I think it's, <laughs> I don't know how this relates to Loom, but just I thought our, our listeners might enjoy that little anecdote. But Loom is a fun little application that lets you quickly record your computer screen and camera at the same time. So then you can basically tap one button, share your entire screen, record it, your webcam as well and then share that video with colleagues and friends. Super fascinating. Jeff and I spent a ton of time in a previous life working as application engineers and program managers, so basically mm -hmm. teaching software. So I would have loved to have this tool like during yep. that time. Agreed. Like, we talked a little bit of a couple episodes about Camtasia, but I think this getting your face in there and like showing like the, the mouse and the, everything where it is and also just being able to look at someone and kind of see like you're not just talking into the void. I I can't remember how many webinars that I did or training sessions that were virtual. And I was just like, I don't know if this person's paying attention to me. So yeah. I would have loved this tool. But Loom's cool. So like after you tap the, the done button or the stop button, it automatically saves these items to the cloud. And then you can share it out with one click, which is really cool. I tried it out before the show with Jeff. It has some built-in collaboration tools. So you can get notified like if someone views or reacts or comments on your video. But what I think is a super key power feature that I haven't had a chance to try yet, but I'm going to, is you can comment at specific time marks and also react at specific time marks. So I think that is super interesting to get Ooh, yeah. you know really good feedback of like, hey, like what were you doing right there? And for context, that the software that Jeff and I were working with was called Autodesk Fusion 360. It's a CAD software. It's you know fairly complex, and there were so many nuances of like where you should click and like where you should drag and move things and how you did things. So like being able to stop, pause, comment, and just go deeper would have been so helpful to just like to see. So I'm super, you know, curious to keep using this tool and even use it for my, for my day job. But Jeff, do you use Loom or have you used Loom in the past? I have used Loom in the past. I think an old coworker at a startup had like showed this to me as like a really quick way to show uh, like current iterations of our app, but I haven't used it as much recently. I really should. I really should, <laughs> uh, to be to be short and blunt. Um, it's just a really good quick tool, and I think oftentimes I used to think, oh, there's already tools that do this. Uh, there's tools that screen record, and then you'd use a different tool like Camtasia to annotate, and then you'd have to upload it somewhere in the cloud, like YouTube, and then share that, and that would have maybe limited collaboration tools. I love that it's like 
end-to-end optimized for that flow. And you don't have to really worry too much about the upload piece. Like even Zoom, you could record video, but it gives you a file. And then I think you can share that file, but it's just kind of clunky to have to have to like re-upload it somewhere, re-share it out to somebody. Like there's workarounds, totally. you know, drop it in a Dropbox, share that. Like I think we had to do a lot of that sort of stuff often. Yep. Um, but yeah, this so is just clunky. purely meant so for clunky. Yeah, just yeah. sharing your screen and, and doing all that stuff. And it's just fast and easy. I love they, they also have some other like deeper product features as well. So they have transcript services. So like it'll automatically auto transcribe your, what you were saying, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. You can also do some, you know, video editing. You can like speed it up to 1x, 1.2, 1.5, 1.7, and 2x. You can trim clips and you can also provide call to action buttons as well as change the, the thumbnail. So you can get some like quick editing. But Jeff, I think to your point, it's like that fast and quick sharing and just native to, the digital world that we're in as opposed to you know dropbox was the first and also one of our first episodes that we did but it mm-hmm. felt like it was always bolted on where you had to like yep you know yeah. download to it to around. a folder yeah. yeah exactly but this is just a tool built specifically for like sharing things easily i also like like that there's a mobile version of loom i haven't tried the mobile version of it yet but that is super interesting and i'm glad that they also have that because that is you know, mobile is just a huge part of everyone's day-to-day customer journey. Even, even at work, I think it's becoming more and more. You know, you're just using more, more you're using mobile more often. But talking about Loom's business model, they had three pricing options. So they had Starter, which is free, so you get 25 videos per per person, and each video can only be five minutes in length. So those are the, some of the the key ones. So. I, it feels like a good, you know, way to try it. I'm sure if you start to share things, you know, 25 videos, I'm sure it gets eaten up pretty quickly. Right. And it makes sense that they cap it at, at five minutes. You know, they don't want to take on all those server costs. So it's, it's super smart of them to kind of kind of constrain it. What the next level is business. So it goes up to $8 a month. You get unlimited creators. So collaborate, collaborators, I'm assuming is what they mean by creators. Videos, you have no cap on how many videos, the quantity that you can have as well as the recording like there's no cap on how long your videos can be so that feels like a reasonable price like i'm sure i could make the business case to my manager to say hey like this is going to help me for eight dollars a month like this is definitely going to improve my productivity Mm -hmm. enough to warrant eight dollars a month but the third one that they have is enterprise and this is very traditional for any software company or any company where it's like no pricing. Let's talk. Let's get on the right. phone so I can charge you $100 per month. But I'm sure it's not up to that, but who knows. But they have custom pricing and they offer a few like, you know, custom integrations as well as kind of dedicated services to just understand like what your you as a business need, as well as some custom data retention policies and log exporting and, and Salesforce integration. Everything that your enterprise, you know, as you start to scale across your entire company would need. Yeah, usually they provide things like you know, maybe data backup or promise some sort of uptime uh, or like you mentioned, like all the all the integrations, permissions, like granular permissions is something uh, that they usually promise as well or might offer. So they, you can get kind of creative as to like what features specifically you want instead of kind of get bundled into the starter or the business packages. I think it's great to be able to kind of share a snippet of of a video because even if it wasn't for work, you always find yourself like explaining stuff to people Hey, like this is how you do it. You click on this button in the app and then you do this, that, and the other. You're starting to see more native features like that. At least on on iPhone, for example, you can do yep. a screen recording and that was relatively new. Um, but there's still some other things that are really helpful to have, like annotations, watching your mouse on on web and, and things like that. So 
I definitely think there's a really strong use case for something like this to be able to share out informational videos and and stuff like that. I think most of this is meant for enterprise. Like it's very strongly built for enterprise. We have to kind of teach another person how to use your tool. Mm -hmm. Uh, So like when we were, you know, applications engineers for Autodesk and working on Fusion 360, this is why it would have been so great. Uh, It's just like purely built for that flow and and really good for, for someone like that. And even just the speed of sharing, like yeah, it's incredible. Just it's like one link, yeah, yeah, it's like that's like it, it sounds so silly, you know, but it's so powerful. Yeah, <laughs> like, if, it, if it's you've like, been in that situation where you've had to build a lot of videos like this, it's so painful. Um, yeah, and yeah, and you do it so often that this would have just saved so much time. I would have gladly spent eight bucks out of my own pocket a month to to do this, uh, even, totally. even back in the day. So just a really quick snippet of the history of the product. Not too much here, but just at a high level, it was founded in 2016 by. Three folks, Joe Thomas, Shahid Khan, and Vinay Hiramath. Um, a fun fact here is that Jared Leto, it w- he also invested in the Series A in 2019. So we hear Ashton Kutcher a lot. I think Jared Leto's invested in another product. I can't remember exactly which one that we talked about on the show. Most recently, they raised $130 million in Series C. Their website claims that they have 14 million users and 200,000 companies. I'm not surprised about the 14 million users. It's a pretty low barrier of entry to, to get on board, but I'm actually very surprised about 200,000 companies. That's that's pretty pretty high up there. Um, and I don't know how they count companies. If it's 200,000 enterprise deals, that's a lot. Um, totally. Because those deals are not easy to negotiate. Uh, but if it's just like 200,000 people with different email aliases at different and they have a business account that's a little bit that's kind of cheating the number a bit i'd say uh (laughs) but yeah in june 2nd of 2022 unfortunately much like a lot of other tech companies um during the downturn they had announced some layoffs they're a relatively small-ish company i believe i don't think they're bigger than like a couple thousand folks but yeah um you know much like a lot of tech companies in the tech tech downturn they had to lay some people off that is the extent of the news on uh on loom in terms of what i have on the history yeah I'm like two things kind of stand out. Like, I wonder if it's Joe Thomas, like the NFL yeah, center. left tackle. Joe Thomas. Is he, is he a left center? Or, <laughs> like, sorry, left tackle? We'll call yeah, it left anyways. center. Yeah, it's yeah, so, left somewhere center. between left and center. The, yeah. one for the, um, the one for the Browns, right? Yeah, exactly. It's probably not him, but who, who knows? Um, it's not him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw him. <laughs> I'm totally surprised that um, Jared Leto is investing in, into tech companies. It's just like, Makes me super curious on how you even get access to to these deals. But anyways, and 130 million is a ton of money to to raise a, a Series C for a, a SaaS company. So I'm curious on how much runway that got them. You know, like I wonder if their burn rates, you know, 10 million. I guess like their software engineers are super expensive. You know, you don't have actual like overhead costs. Like their only overhead costs is probably just you know Servers. server. Yeah, know, all the AWS or Google Cloud, whatever they're using or Azure. But yeah, it feels like so. Anyways, it's just it's probably yeah. You're right. It's probably mostly on salaries because there's no operating costs otherwise, right? Like it's purely a software tool. There's no yeah. You don't have to hire any people outside of this uh, to like keep the lights on. It's almost always servers, engineers, salespeople. um, Probably make up the bulk bulk of the cost. Yeah. Well, that's a good transition, Jeff. It's almost like you seeded that, but um, (laughs) I think Loom is one of the best jobs of all the companies that we've reviewed where this is episode 87 and of how to sell SaaS software. It was so crisp and so clear. Mm -hmm. So kudos to like the product marketing team or the go-to-market team. Whoever created this website for Loom is, you know, spot on. It was super easy to understand the tool to get started with it. Like the the UI and UX was super clean as well. So like the product team as well, like just overall, it's a really good product to just 
get started on and mm-hmm. it felt really easy. But the reason why I mentioned this is, like, you know, who is Loom for? So, you know, just on Google Chrome, there's over 4 million users that have rated Loom, which is surprising. But to me at first, but now seeing that they claim 14 million users, it's, you know, having, you know, one out of every three people review or leave a rating is, isn't surprising. But in 10,000 customer reviews at just under five stars, I think it was like 4.8 or just around there. But talking about like the different segments that they have. So on Loom's website, they actually provide use cases. More companies should do this. It was so clear. Like you tap down like on like, you know, loom.com, I think slash pricing. Yeah, loom.com slash pricing. And you can see all the different use cases. So it gives you use cases if you're just regular, like everyday worker and you need to align teams. If you're a salesperson, like Jeff and I were kind of talking about where you need to like sell, Mm -hmm. you know, and show someone like how to use a software engineering teams, you know, if you're working remotely, you know, I can imagine there's use cases where you want to like talk to the other engineers and like, you know, point out your code and say, hey, like, this is what I was thinking during this line item, you could highlight the code, and then send it off. Same thing for design, marketing, product management, I can think of a ton of product management use cases for this. Mm -hmm. Um, Customer support, obviously huge of just like, you know, what do I do with this? Like one like little feature. Right. Um, and then lastly is education. Like I'm, my brother is a high school history teacher and I'm curious to get his take on a tool like this during, you know, COVID and just like, you know, being able to give little snippets of his lesson to, to, to students yeah. would be super interesting. Or even just to like, you know, I don't know if this is a ton of overhead for him, but to like grade assignments, you know, imagine like if you're like, you know, grading an essay on, you know, Google Docs and you're recording a loom and you can like kind of like talk through. Process. Yeah. yeah. You know, like why, like this was, you know, why you got the grade that you didn't because you weren't thinking critically or so on and so forth. But anyways, like that's, that's who Loom is for. You know, it's, it's definitely, you know, those five or six key segments based off use cases, you know, uh, just to repeat, it's the sales, engineering, design, marketing, products, support, and education. I think there's a very wide range. So curious to see how Loom is able to, you know, exit their, you know, $130 $130 million is a lot of seed in venture capital money, or not seed money, but a lot of venture capital money to take on. So you have to imagine that, you know, they need to either go public or find a way to, to get acquired. <laughs> so I'm curious on who might acquire them. Yeah. Do you have any takes there? Not on acquisition, because I also think that there were some interesting people that funded them. Like I think Slack was part of their, um, mm. like one of the funding companies in one of the rounds. Um, I'm trying to think about who else, but yeah, I think a lot of people are finding that there's value in Loom in collaboration with uh, some other productivity tools. You'll oftentimes hear people say like, our tool can do so many things, uh, but they have a really tough time telling you specifics. <laughs> like, yep. and, and this is where I think this is really valuable where you can say, hey, here's, here's how you can actually do this one thing. Companies will do one or the other. They make a generalist tool like, hey, we have a screen sharing tool like Loom or they have this very, very niche tool. And they're like, we can only specialize in this area and we will beat everyone else in the market. However, uh, nobody else can use this. Like we have a very small total accessible market. Yeah. But in this case, it's really nice for them to like break it out into examples of like how you can use Loom for your particular job and where it's helpful and and things like that and different workflows. So yeah, I really, really appreciated that. Uh, Shifting gears into competitors. So there's a lot of other screen sharing video recording competitors. I think there's no secret about that, but I haven't really found any that make it so snappy as Loom. And I think they're probably one of the the ones that are more well-known. So uh, bomb mom, bomb bomb, excuse me. Bomb mom is from Mario. <laughs> so that is definitely not a competitor. Zoom, of course, we mentioned before, Vidyard, Cloud App, and Miro. I don't think I've used, I don't know if 
Miro was mentioned as a competitor from the list I found because they have video screen sharing specifically, more so that they are meant for collaboration. Uh, they're more kind of like a whiteboard tooling sort of thing. Um, yeah, I haven't used any of those either. Like, I, I mean, I've used Zoom before, but I haven't mm-hmm. used Cloud App Mirror or, or Bomb Bomb or not the Mario. Not Bomb or, Bomb. Was it Mario? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm all tongue tied. Uh, let's shift gears into our thoughts. So overall, I, I really love the idea of just making like a quick tool that just cuts all the crap um, and makes it very clear how you can use this to benefit you in different use cases. I like that you can install it via a Google extension. I like that it allows you to share instantaneously. I like that it gives you a lot of really good like value add features like transcriptions. You can even see things like viewer insights. It's like if you've ever uploaded a video to YouTube, there's so many intermediate steps. You use one tool to yeah. screen record, one tool to edit, one tool to upload. Uh, and then you use you know YouTube's dashboard to view engagement insights and do all this other crap. Um, so it's just nice to have everything in one place and it just does this one flow really, really well. I'm gonna give it like a 4.3. I think it does this job extremely well. I haven't really thought of any other tool that can record videos as snappily and share them as snappily. Uh, I think 25 videos per person is maybe a little bit on the shorter end, given that it is like five minutes of video. But for most people, it's probably okay. You can also delete videos and clear stuff out. And I think that their networking model is really interesting. If you add other people uh, to Loom, if you invite them, I think you get 50 more videos. So that's already like more than double Mm. uh, what you already have. So yeah, overall, like a 4.3 for me. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. I'm actually going to just mimic yours because I know we have our our spreadsheet, Jeff, of what the Mike rating average is and <laughs> what the Jeff rating is. And my rating's seven basis points higher than yours. So I need to adjust that accordingly. But no, I, I 100% agree with you where it's like, I haven't used it deeply. So like I'm hesitant to give it like, you know, 5.7 or anything or 5.7 that breaks the scale. A 4.7 <laughs> or anything like closer to a five, but totally agree. Like I think where Loom totally crushes it is just like, you know, the pricing and how clear the marketing is for this. Mm-hmm. It's like even the design, like going through their website is like joyful. It's like super clean. Like why do product management teams use Loom? You know, four reasons, one, two, three, four. It's like, mm-hmm. this is like, once I want to keep scrolling through it, it's super clear to me. And like the call to action is right at the top of like, you know, don't get Loom for free. I think they're doing a great job with, with acquisition. And they also have a really awesome tool. Like it's like, yeah. you know, a ton of value here. Like, you know, like we mentioned before, like solving a pain point of just having better communication, like especially with COVID and most of people going on Zoom videos or Chime or Microsoft Teams, whatever you're using. I think that there's just like been like a couple gaps of like in-person stuff because mm-hmm. I don't know, you remember the times, Jeff, like I know you're going, you've been back to the office, but when you're just like all like three or four people huddled at a laptop or huddled at a computer and you're saying, hey, like pointing at like physical things on the screen right. and saying, this is what you, like we should be doing. This is what I meant by that. And you can do that over video. So it, it kind mm-hmm. of extends that like, you know, buddy, buddy chat that you could have with people and just have that communication. I also like, like that it's commenting on specific areas because there's so many times when you're taking notes on like a video, like I've reviewed marketing videos before and it, it's literally me typing at like 17 seconds. I, and I type out 17 seconds, um, fix positioning here like 18 seconds actor was moving too fast and it's just like super clunky so it's nice to have built in like comments of like i don't have to like type all that stuff in. i can just comment as like as i'm seeing it <laughs> you know i don't have to like, yeah. call it all out but super high rating for me and like i think there's upward moment <laughs> movement here for me to you know raise my score but 
yeah, this was fun. I'm glad that you brought this up, Jeff, because I now will start using Loom. <laughs> Super exciting for me. And, you know, those are our thoughts on Loom. And we'd love to hear from you, our audience. So definitely, please continue to reach out to us. You can find us on both Instagram and Twitter. Uh, we love the engagement. It's super, super helpful for us. Um, it also helps others find find us. Um, but you can find us at Products Podcast. That's P-R-O-D-E-X Podcast. Yeah, and of course, if you like the show, be sure to like us and subscribe on your favorite podcast platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Good Pods, etc. And let us know what products we should review next. See you next episode.